Catch This Side of Country with Trav every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF. Also streaming everywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org. We spotlight the music of local country artists, new indie country, and celebrate the legends. This Side of Country with Trav on 95.9 KRFF. This Side of Country. Boy, I tell you what, uh, right out of the gate, singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist Maggie Baugh, I tell you what, put out a couple of singles last year and right out of the gate, uh, just bang. She's had a wonderful year uh, releasing two singles, one of them actually hitting over a million streams on Spotify. She's been featured in People Magazine on CMT, and we've got her here right on the show calling in from Nashville. Good morning, Maggie. How are you? Good morning, Travis. How are you? Doing just fine. Happy New Year from Fargo. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. How did you How did you ring in the New Year after such an exciting 2021? You know, honestly, last year was a complete dream for me. It's so funny when people are always like, "Oh my gosh, like how how was your 21?" I'm like, "I am living a dream. Someone <laughs> needs to pinch me." Like, <laughs> you know, and it's so refreshing. It's got to be so exciting for you because obviously the year before that, we were all. Uh, just shocked and awed by uh, the t- the changing of the times and uh, things that have been going on with you know the quarantine and and uh, the right. pandemic and things like that and we kind of lost touch with music there for a little while so 2021 has been nothing but a blessing for you so congratulations Aww. how did you ring in the new year though did you just keep it simple did you party how did you how did you bring it in I honestly just went to a friend's house super simple you know um, I didn't really want to do anything crazy. Um, but I really do believe that, like, my 21 wouldn't have been what it was without the pandemic or without quarantine or without the year of 2020. So I'm really thankful for both. Absolutely. Well, obviously, you know, earlier this year, you you, you kicked it right out of the gate with Think About Me, over a million streams on Spotify. Now, was that music you did write during the quarantine or was that something as the new year came along? How did that song come about for you? I did write it during quarantine. I wrote it in August of 2020 um, with a good buddy of mine. His name is Alejandro Medina. And it's so funny. You know, a lot of people ask me how that song came about, if it came from a story, if it came from a personal experience. Yeah. But honestly, it's so funny because I don't remember writing the song. You know how funny that is like when people <laughs> are like, what was the writing process? I was like, I remember the day. I remember where I was sitting. Right. But I honestly don't even remember the process of writing it. It was just one of those magical moments that it just flew out of us and we were like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> I, I can understand that completely. Sometimes things just appear in the most unlikely circumstances. That's so crazy. Do you have like a writing room in your house or are you one of those that you just kind of kind of go pick it out on the uh, the porch there with the guitar and start strumming along and all of a sudden the idea is coming to you or do you have a designated room? How does that work for you? Honestly, it's all of the above. You know, I could be in a studio setting. I could be on my couch. I could be um, hanging in my bed. I could be like in the shower. Like, right. honestly, it really depends. I love that you're keeping the tradition of music videos going with uh, your music because it helps create and tell that story. Are you a big fan of music videos? Will we continue to see more singles and music videos from you as we head into 2022 here? Yes, you know, with Think About Me, it was such a different vibe for me. Like, a lot of people wouldn't have ever suspected that I put out a slow song as my debut single. Right. And so 
it was just a really cool, different vibe for people to be able to see that vulnerable side of me that no one's ever seen before through a single and through the music video like you're talking about. And that's kind of what I really wanted to capture last year, especially when the follow-up single was Drinking Broken Hearts, which, which was another slow song yeah. with another really cool, vulnerable, kind of slower side of me. And I'm, I'm thinking about keeping that vibe going and just continuing to do things that are different and things that are unexpected that people really, really wouldn't um, expect me to do. Right, right. I want to ask you, because obviously you have tons of followers, but for those who are still getting to know you as an artist, I think one of the things that is most surprising to some is that you're this multi-instrumentalist. You've actually been a, a top-notch session player who has shared the stage with some big names, big-named acts. So how did you go from being Carnegie Hall at 11 years old to being a singer, <laughs> you know, singer-songwriter and a musician performer and now uh, here we are and you're you're breaking you're breaking free this this past year and look at look at your first year out of the gate here how did you make the transition from going from multi-instrumentalist to i want to do my own thing here you know it's so funny because i um started playing violin when i was six years old so i was classically trained all the way up until like you said when i played carnegie hall and that was honestly the time that I started getting bullied at school and started kind of writing my feelings down and trying to escape through music. Right. But my dad is from West Texas, so it's always been classical or country music in my family um, anyway. Yeah. So it, it's crazy because if you would have if you would have asked me like a couple years ago, like if I would have been like a country music artist. Um, back when I was like 11, like in and out of orchestras, I would have like been like, no, I'm not like that. That's not going to happen. But it's so funny, like how everything has evolved. And, you know, I'm really grateful that I had that time learning the music theory and in and out of orchestras because it really taught me to be a team player. And I don't really think a lot of artists know what it's like to be one of their backup musicians and be somebody who's okay with being in the background. And I think that the violin really taught me what it was like to be like a session player like you said as well as um being hired for somebody else you know it it really was just all about the music for me and i'm excited that i have that side of me that not a lot of people know about i've got messages coming in here from listeners they want to know some of the artists that you've done session work for prior to this past year so i don't know if you saw on my social media but this past year i was featured in um the trace adkins luke bryan and pitbull music video how cool (laughs) So exciting. How did that come about? It was really fun. You know, um, one of their, some of the people on their label, um, it's called So Backup. Okay. <laughs> the music video is called Where the Country Girls At. Right. The best and kind so of girls, if you ask me. Yeah, we're the kind, <laughs> they're in Nashville, which is a perfect place for <laughs> Um, but there's a, like a featured fiddle solo within the song, yeah. and they were putting together ideas, and they're like, you know, it'd be really cool to have a young, um, up-and-coming female fiddle player in the music yeah. video and so some of the people on the record label and Luke's team knew who I was and so they reached out to me like a couple days before the music video and were like can you learn this song and can you come down here and record it in a couple days I'm like I'm in <laughs> sign me up so how do you how do you get over to uh, Luke there and just kind of nudge him a little bit going hey buddy 2022 how about we hook up for a couple of those arena shows you're doing what is it going to take to for get him to real. put you on the bill you know, it's so funny because that was the first time I actually got to hang out with him and meet him. Yeah. Um, during the music video, there was a lot of like other people that were like 
around him. So there was a bunch of extras. And sure. so I really wouldn't say I got like the one-on-one time, <laughs> right. obviously with the superstar. Right. <laughs> but I did have a bunch of like really, really cool moments um, with him backstage and, and off screen and off set. And so I was just really excited about those. But if you know his number, call him up and tell him <laughs> I want to go on the ride with him. Who are some of the artists? I mean, you just said a big superstar. Your time is coming. I mean, you're obviously climbing that hill very, very quickly yourself here. Who Aww. are some of the artists you would love to share the stage with, share a bill with, maybe even collaborate with here? Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm trying to think because it's so funny because I didn't grow up on, like, the old country music. I, I started playing guitar and songwriting in 2011. You know, that was kind of like the big era for when Dan and Shay first put out their first record, same right. with Hunter Hayes and Rascal Flatts were big back in, in back in there. Um, so I would say some of those, those are the names that I would love to go on the road with. You know, if Rascal Flatts just do, does like a second farewell tour, yeah. like I'm on there. <laughs> <laughs> a second farewell. I love that artists do that when they say there's a farewell tour and we're like, okay, we'll get you on the next one. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Let me ask you, this This past year, obviously featured in People magazine. You were featured on CMT. You were in American Songwriter. Oh. Good Lord, the, the, the list continues here. Uh, obviously, many Spotify playlists. Which one of those are you just kind of the most excited about? Like, yeah, that, that one, these are all really, really awesome, but that one really is kind of near and dear to my heart. That's pretty special. Which one stands out for you? You know, Travis, it's really crazy because when I put out this song completely independently, no management, no, nobody helped me out. It was kind of just like every single little successful moment that I had was was dear to my heart. You know, obviously, looking back at 21, I did hit a million streams. I was on major playlists. I was in People magazine. You know, there's a lot of big names. But honestly, like every single little moment, like even right at the beginning where all my fans shared it the day of. Um, I hit 100,000 streams and then 200 and then, and then climbing up to a million. Every single one of those moments was really dear and, and really close to my heart over the past year because it was so unexpected right. um, and it happened so quickly and it was just something that I was like not thinking about happening and so I think that was the best part about it was like there were no expectations and I did it because I loved the song and I put it out because the song meant so much to me and everything else was just a bonus all right so you've put the bar pretty high for yourself here in 2021 and i was actually very interested to find this out off air uh a question that you're getting asked a lot that i asked myself we've got the two singles for you are you going to be putting out an album in 2022 and you said no why is that you know, because I've only ever released albums ever since I was younger. You know, I've been coming to Nashville since I was 13 or 14 years old. Yeah. And for those who've been following me for a really long time, know that the only thing I've ever put out are albums. Yeah. You know, I haven't ever had that moment to just release singles and especially release slow singles. Um, and that's kind of what I'm going to keep continuing the path of 2022. You know, I have a big announcement coming up on my page next Friday. So Ooh. if you are on social media... Go and follow me. It's going to be fun, but I'm going to just continue with the pop of singles and, and giving each little song its own moment in its own life. Now, we know you recently put out Drinking to the Broken Hearts, and we're going to be playing that song here in just a little bit. But how long until we get that next single? I mean, you've been you've put out two now, and we're all so excited for what you're doing that it's kind of got us chomping at the bit here. Any idea on when we might see the next single come out? You know, I would probably... Um, 
say it would be around my birthday. You know, my birthday's in March, and I've always loved releasing music on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it a couple years ago. Um, it was just so much fun because we got to do a single release party and a birthday party. So it was just one big bash, and it was so much fun. Well, I want to say one thing real quick here. God bless you from all the guys here, because when you went into writing Drinking to the Broken Hearts, most folks only want to tell their side of the story but this song kind of gets both point of views why was that so important to you in uh covering that in this song you know it's so funny that you say that because i wrote that song when i was underage and it wasn't (laughs) it didn't come from like an experience because like what you said everyone always writes songs from like their perspective or writes something from what they went through um or they just from females they just write it from the female's perspective and so i really really wanted to write a song from both the male and female perspective about what happens after a breakup because whether or not the one person broke up with the other, both parties are affected at some point. And, you know, I've always thought that drinking was such a social activity and no matter what you're going through, like, if you're at a bar with somebody, you don't know them, you're around strangers, but you always have this thing in common because you're all there and you're all drinking. Right. So you eventually end up talking to the people at the bar and whatever that person's going through at the end of the day, like, you just distract with them for, like, a couple minutes just to be like, hi, hey, what are you drinking? Yeah. And so I kind of really wanted to capture that within that moment and to be like, you know, you're never alone. There's so many people going through the same thing that you're going through. And there's so many different perspectives. And, and even though you might feel so alone, you're not. Fantastic. And on that note, where can we find you on social media? Follow you coming up here in 2022 because, again, you had such a bang year uh, in 2021 that we're so excited to see what the future holds for this year. Where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. Come on and follow me. Just look for the girl with the hat. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Hey, have your travels ever brought you up into our neck of the woods here in Fargo? I've never been up there. You know, I haven't really traveled out much west very much. Sure. Um, You know, it's um, a lot easier to get around on the East Coast. But I promise you, if I ever find myself up in your neck of the woods, I'm stopping in. Absolutely. Love that. We're going to hold you to it. Congratulations on a wonderful 2021. Happy New Year to you. We're so excited. We can't wait to see what's coming up this year for you. Thank you so much. Catch This Side of Country with Trav every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon Central Standard Time on 95.9 KRFF. Also streaming everywhere at RadioFreeFargo.org. We spotlight the music of local country artists, new indie country, and celebrate the legends. This Side of Country with Trav on 95.9 KRFF. This Side of Country. This Side of Country.